Greetings and blessings, and welcome to another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. My name is Dee Sally, and I am your host. I am excited. Um, During the month of May, we are going to be having some awesome women of God coming on and sharing um, their products. Um, We actually have three authors that will be coming on the podcast and just sharing their business. We opened up the month of May to women and women coming on and sharing their testimonies, um, sharing how they're walking in their purpose, sharing how the words that they have written are impacting others or were inspired by God to impact others. So I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, one thing I love is to help others, you know, walk in their destiny and pursue the goals that they have, you know, um, We need each other to survive in this world, and we need each other's support. We cannot um, be an island and do things on our own. So I'm just excited and blessed to have this opportunity through the Fuel for Your Journey podcast to enable others to come on and share their stories because, as I always say, as the Word says, we are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony. Um. So tonight, uh, we're gonna. Our guest for tonight is Miss Natasha Stewart, and um, she's an author. And her new book is called "God Is Enough." I'm excited to hear about her story. You know, we live in a world where acceptance and belonging has become almost toxic. And like I mentioned before, we do need each other to survive, but we need to have a personal relationship with God all the more. So welcome to the podcast, Natasha Stewart. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, you know, one thing I didn't share was um, a little bit about you. And just reading the cover of your book, it says that you're known for your sense of spiritual guidance in the lives of everyone you meet. And you embrace your faith, which has led to your commitment to encouraging others back to Christ and that you also enjoy journaling about your life experiences and challenges, and that has sharpened your wisdom and led you to write this book that we'll be talking about tonight, God is Enough, a book that encourages self-love. So, you know, tell us us how this book came about. Well, actually, (laughs) the book, was actually just dropped into my spirit. I was sitting on my bed one night, just just sitting on my bed, just reading my Bible, and the Holy Spirit just told me to write a book. And I wrote it down instantly on a piece of paper, and I went into my prayer closet, and I just prayed about it. And so in my prayer closet, I never even asked God to tell me what to write about. I just said, God, if this is really what you want me to do, I need you to just give me a sign, you know, help me to know that this is really what you want me to do and this is just not something that I'm thinking. And so um, (laughs) that sign, it came about as a Christmas gift from a very close friend of mine. And so when I got my gift and I received it, I was like, you know, I was shocked and I was just so surprised. And instantly I was like, well, no, I'm not going to write it. So the Holy Spirit made me so uncomfortable with myself that I couldn't ignore it, and I just started to write. And as I was writing, he was just giving me the words. He was just giving me everything to say. And before you know it, I was 
I, the book was absolutely complete, and I never wow. said, well, God, this is what I want to write about. God, this is what I think I should write about. I just let the Holy Spirit lead me, and that's exactly what he did. Amen. Isn't that an awesome, you know, feeling, you know, to be um, when God endows you through the Holy Spirit, you know, with something as opposed to, like you said, um, us coming up with it ourselves. Right, right, right. And that's how you know that it is from God when mm-hmm. when he when he drops it in your spirit and he's the one that's leading you to it and you're not just thinking because a lot of times we come up with our own ideas and there are things that we have a desire to do and we kind of force those things to happen or we manipulate those things to happen. Mm-hmm. And majority of, of the time it's not God telling us to move on that at that time. It may be something he would like for us to do, but that may not be the time for us to do it. Oh, you just said a mouthful there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have in my long my along my journey experienced that. You know, being uh, uh, having anxiousness to oh my gosh, he just told me this, so let me you know take off running with it. But like you said, just because God has downloaded something, you know in your heart, in your mind, it does not necessarily, number one, mean that it's the full vision, or number two, whether it's the actual time for it to be, um, you know, uh, manifested. So, you know, so once you got, once the Holy Spirit gave you all the words and the wording flowed, um, you know, and it contained everything that he wanted you to share, um, you know, tell us, Exactly what God is enough is about. God is enough is mainly um, it talks. It's it's mainly a book for single women and their desire to be married or be in a relationship or date or you know anything of that nature. And so, what God is enough is saying is that for us to mainly find ourselves in God and know why mm-hmm. at the moment that we're at in life why He's enough for us. Because like I just mentioned, a lot of times we have desires, and even the desire to date or be married or be in a relationship, and sometimes we allow that to be our focus. And we'll focus Mm -hmm. on that and we'll drain ourselves emotionally and mentally and physically. For some people, we will drain ourselves because we have that desire and that urge to just date and be married that we will completely take our focus off of what God has for us to do. And so... He wants us to have a desire. You know, we're women. We we have a, you know, it's, it's no problem with having a desire to be married or be in a relationship. But don't lose yourself in what God has for you in the process. You still have to work on you. You still have to seek God for your life to make your life better, to make you a better individual, and to do the things that he has ordained for you to do. It's not for you to just sit idle and say, you know what, God, I want to be in a relationship. And then every time you get in, in prayer, you're just praying about God, send me my husband. And I was, right. I was a person that was doing that. So, you know, God is enough was kind of like my testimony and him showing me, like, every time you get on your knees, you're praying and asking me to send you a husband. But what are you praying for for you? And I had made being married my goal. Like, and so finally the Holy Spirit just sat me down one day and said, okay, if I give you your husband, what desires do you have? What goals do you have in place? What is it that you want God to do in your life? And I couldn't answer that question. So then that's mm-hmm. when I realized, I said, you know what, this is a problem. So God really had to humble me in that area 
and show me, you know, lead me along the way and show me why my relationship with him was more important. And that's when I realized that I have to be full of God before he will allow anyone else to come into my life because him allowing a a man or, you know, giving me a husband, it's a great desire to have, but it shouldn't be something where I feel like my life is complete if I have another individual. Like, I'm not complete with another person. I'm only complete in God. So um, that was a lesson that I had to learn. And God is enough truly just explains my journey on finding myself in God and understanding why my relationship with him is most important. Amen. You know, I can truly relate to it, and I'm sure that a lot of other single women who are listening, or even married women who, of course, were single at one point, you know, like you said, um, and I think I I mentioned this along my journey in my memoir as well, how, you know, I spent a lot of years you know, sitting on the sofa, you know, eating a little tub of ice cream and wishing I was out on a date or had somebody in my life when that was a critical time period. You know, um, God is a jealous God. And, you know, so often, so often we are rushing to get from one status to the next, you know, as opposed to, like you said, enjoying where we are you know, um, being content, as the word tells us. And, you know, I spent a lot of time, like you mentioned, you know, feeling the woe is me, why don't I have, you know, why don't I have somebody special in my life? And, you know, that wasted a whole lot of years, which I look back today, not in Mm -hmm. regret too much, because I know God uses all things, but look back and say, there's some things you should have been doing at that time. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. you know, your life, our lives have purpose without having a mate in our lives. And right. the time when you're single, you know, God is using it. Like you said, he's using it to uproot some things. He's using it to pour in some things. He's using it to stretch us and to prepare us, you know, um, for the future, whether it be if he has a, a has for us to be married or not. So, you know, um, so, you know, is there anything else you want to tell us about your process of being single? (laughs) It is a process. (laughs) It is. And a a part of it just goes into my testimony. Overall, I just had to learn. Well, just, just throughout the process, I've just learned and I have been seeking God on the gifts that he has instilled within me. And so, like I said, when I was focusing on marriage, that was something that I, I kind of ignored. I used to ask God, like, who is Natasha Stewart? Who is this person that you created? And I would pray that prayer, but my focus would still be on marriage. I would just, you know, dream about it. I would wake up wanting it and, you know, talk about it all the time. And it just got to a point where it was just very overwhelming for myself. So um, I felt that over time, he was um, sifting those things within me and just making me uncomfortable with myself because he had a greater purpose for me. And for a long time, I really didn't like talking about the fact that, you know, I wasn't married or it used to be an emotional topic for me. So I just started to do a lot of research on myself and just really seeking God and trying to understand my journey and 
you know, why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And I just learned to um, forgive. I had to learn forgiveness in a major way uh, simply because, you know, when I growing up, I just, you know, I was, I came from a family where I was rejected a lot. So when I started to date or in my, you know, along the stages of dating, I would date guys who would treat me as such because that was the behavior that I was used to. So I got accustomed to being mistreated. I got accustomed to being talked down to. So I would date guys and I would attract guys who would do the same things to me. And so, you know, I would cry and just say, God, you know, why does this keep happening to me? And so, you know, the Holy Spirit just started revealing things to me, and I had to learn what the love of God really was. And I say, well, God, you don't treat me this way, so why should I allow someone else to treat me this way? And that was when the light bulb went off, and it was like, that's what I'm trying to show you. That's not Mm -hmm. for you, you know. So he started to show me through just my hurt and my pain that, what I was yearning for was was never sent by him, and that's why I had to learn what the love of God really was and actually get myself yeah. full of it, learn my worth, learn who I was, and learn to love myself. And then that's when I became whole, and on top of all of that, I had to do a lot of forgiving because I couldn't hold on to the past and expect and expect a better future. So that's what my journey has taught me and a lot of things that, you know, I just had to open up my eyes and see and allow God to show me his hand in it all. Amen. Amen. And I like how something you, you mentioned before um, about attracting. You know, one of the things um, I learned uh, along this the pathway of singleness is that, you know, we don't, what's the saying, how it, it goes, um, we don't attract what we want. We attract who we are. Yes. It's basically what it says. And, and like you said, those places that have been broken, those places that have, where, where unforgiveness um, lives, um, the places that are hidden, so to speak, that require us to uh, operate in self-examination in order to see them, self-examination and prayer. You know, because a lot of times there are things that are hidden that we don't realize are hidden. You know, and it takes, you know, um, like you you mentioned, the importance of the personal relationship with God. It takes us having that relationship with the one who knows us above everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. that he can reveal the hidden things to us. And, you know, um, one one thing I like to to say all the time or mention is um, the movie, uh, a movie, Jerry Maguire, when he he tells the woman, um, you complete me. You, um, you complete me, and, and you, you know, and that, and and everybody's just like, oh, in the movie theater, oh my goodness, you know, it, we, another place person cannot complete us. We are complete right. mm-hmm. and whole in Christ, and, and we don't know that until we develop and nurture that personal relationship with Him. So, you know, like um, I know you mentioned some of the things that you did. Um, the forgiveness um, and things like that, you know, um, for a single woman that may be listening to this podcast or the replay, um, can you give some examples of the things that you would do uh, as a single woman to nurture your relationship with God? Well, one of the things that 
God had to do for me, and it may not work for everyone depending on their situation, was um, he he had to put me in complete isolation of my surroundings because I was extremely distracted. Um, A lot of times when we have multiple things going on around us, it's hard for us to hear from God. Um, It may just be, you know, a quiet place where you may like to go and just, you know, have your own personal time, but you have to allow yourself that time, that quiet time, to spend time with God and actually pray and listen to his voice without any distractions from the outside world, and that may include family, friends, whoever. You know, you Mm -hmm. have to give yourself that personal time with God, and not just once. You have to continue to go back and seek him as if it's something that, you know, on the last conversation or the last encounter you had with him, it was like, God, you know, I think you forgot to tell me. So, you know, you have to get to the point where you motivate yourself to seek God often, and I mean often, not just, you know, for a little while, but you have to seek him often. You have to indulge yourself in the word. And also I started to pray and ask God to put me in company with those that were, you know, living for him and those that were, Mm -hmm. that had a a relationship with him so that they can kind of like nurture my spirit and help feed me in those weak areas. And a lot of times I realized that he would, you know, bring just even, you know, men, not just women, but he would bring men across, men or women across my path that would kind of like just speak to my heart and speak to my spirit. And they would just help, you know, drop little tokens in within me to help get me along the way. And so um, one thing that I always enjoyed doing was just journaling. I would just write down, you know, whatever I was feeling. I would write letters to God. I would, you know, uh, write prayers and, you know, things that I was desiring. I would just put it all on paper. And every now and then I may go back and read over it, and I always would put the date because for some reason it just, when I go back and I look at the date, I can remember the feeling or the the way I felt during that time and how he has brought me out of that. And so that's kind of like, that kind of helped build my faith. It helped, you know, give me the understanding and the confirmation that God is with me at all times and that he will never leave me nor forsake me. So those are all just things that help, you know, build my faith. It helped me to grow over time. Um, I had to learn that, uh, excuse me, I had to learn to mainly just fellowship where I was getting the nurturing to my hurt. And so whatever it is that that may help a person, you know, you have to learn you can't talk to everybody. You can't, you know, share, you know, your your weaknesses and your hard moments with, you know, the whole entire world. So that's why it's always good to just pray and ask God to lead those individuals to you. And you'll know, you know, you'll know mm-hmm. who it is that you can confide in. You will know who it is that that you can really trust in who it is that will take you under their wing and help nurture you to a place where you are getting that, you know, um, that love and just understanding that, you know, this is God. I know this is God and this person is sent by him. And don't be afraid to, you know, tell God what it is that you're feeling, tell him what it is that you want. You know, don't be afraid to talk to him. You talk to him as if you talk to your friends or your family or whomever because he's always listening. He's always listening. Amen. You know, and I love how, you know, talked about the importance, you know, of having those in whom you can confide in and share your yeah. heart with, you know. You know, um, being vulnerable is so important. The The tricky thing about being vulnerable is that we need to learn to be vulnerable in safe places. Yeah. You know, oh, yes. so, you, yeah, so praying it, 
and asking God. You know, we should be uh, prayerful in all things, but, you know, relationships can make or break you, and that's not just male-female relationships. That's just relationships as a whole. So, you know, you definitely want to create a strong foundation where you have relationships that are safe, safe, you know, where if you do share something that you need or you have going on at that time or that's in your heart, you have to be sure that that person is, number one, able to carry it, you know, Mm -hmm. or able to carry you in prayer and um, keep it confidential, you know. Yes. Um, Amen. Because that can close a person down when they have experienced, when they have stepped out and been vulnerable and um, they did not get a positive result from it, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I was just going to say that it was just something that I learned that a lot of times when we make wrong decisions, it comes from us listening to the opinions of other people. And just because a person may say that they go to church or they pray, everybody is not really walking and living for God. So you have to be mindful of those individuals and, you know, and, and just allow your allow the Holy Spirit to lead you to the right individuals. And the ones that really want to help you get to their, their place of healing, you'll know them. You'll be able to distinguish between the difference. Amen. 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 I love it. Um, you know, so, you know, what other tidbits would you share with those who were single? One thing I wanted to, um, I'm working on something right now myself, and one thing God keeps driving, driving in my heart is that, you know, so often singleness <clears throat> is looked at as a pathway to marriage. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's not necessarily a pathway to marriage. It's a season that we all had to encounter. It's not yes. something that we had to endure. It's nothing wrong with being single, you know. No. He, he brought you in this world, you know, and, or just you. You came in this mm-hmm. world, um, and he had a plan for you. He had a destiny outlined for you, and he had a process that you had to go through you know, and most of all, it's, it can be happy no matter what we experience. It is a happy time or should be a happy mm-hmm. time if we are actually living in that contentment. Yes. You know, the, uh, being single, is a, when you become married, you have to cater to your spouse's needs, you know, to mm-hmm. your children's needs if you have them. When you're single, you can, like the word says, you can be focused on the affairs of the Lord. The affairs yes. of the Lord also means, you know, what your your destiny and purpose is and to enjoy life. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Amen. So, you know, um, how long has your book been out? Um, since March twenty sixth. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know, I know you wrote the book and it caters to the Single population, you know, what is your your goal um, outside of just having the, the material? Um, what's your goal and plan for inspiring those who are in the season of singleness? I would say, um, 
That's a good question. <laughs> you <laughs> know, because... So. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, I know for myself, like when I wrote my memoir, it was just because the Holy Spirit led me to do it, and mm-hmm. God was like, you, your story... Um, what you've experienced was not for you. It's medicine right. for someone else. And, uh, you know, it's not your story to hold on to. It's it's for someone else. But, you know, I didn't, I was oblivious to the fact that it was more than the book. You know, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, God wanted, if there's speaking attached to it, there's actually going out there and reaching that audience who needs that information. So, like, you know, um, are you, like um, inspiring any singles groups, you know, how are you actually impacting the community with what God has given you through God is enough? Um, and that's that's really, that's a really, now that you've broken everything down, it's a really good question because that's what God has been dealing with me in my own little prayer time over the course of the past week. And something that I've been praying about, I just recently started my prayer group back up on last week because um, I had stopped doing it for a while with everything with the book. And so with starting it back up, I said, okay, God, I don't mind doing this, but I need you to help me expand my territory simply because, you know, I want to be able to reach the masses. Like I know for sure my story is just not for those that, you know, are closely knit to me is for, you know, others outside of my circle. And so um, just asking him to help me to critique, you know, my speaking or my gifts or just whatever it is that he has instilled within me so that those opportunities can come. And so I know for sure I didn't even realize, you know, that I had sold as many books as I have, but just getting the books out and having people give me their feedback. I've even had married women, you know, reach out and tell me, you know, this has helped me, you know, look at some things that I do in my marriage, you know, just helping me to do things differently or, you know, the way that they handle certain things within their marriage. And so that was kind of like inspiring to me, especially the testimonials that I've received where women have said that, you know, it has helped them decide to focus on their relationship with God more. So that has just truly been like a blessing to me because when I'm like, man, my book is, you know, helping you do that. So, you know, um, my goal overall is to take it where God wants it to go. And I know for sure it's just not, you know, here it's going to go, it's going to grow and it's going to be something, you know, bigger and better. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity Mm -hmm. and I'm just embracing every opportunity that comes, you know, before me, even if it's just me meeting someone at a store or just anything, if it's something that I can speak to them and tell them, if, you know, if, you know, just small talk, us talking and they're telling me their story, you know, telling me what's going on with them and I can just, you know, speak a word that blesses their spirit, that's just encouraging to me. So um, my goal is to take it as far as it'll go. I mean, I don't have, I'm not placing limits on my life because I know anything is possible with God. Yes, I love it. I love it. And definitely, you know, our testimonies and and our gifts make room for us. And like you said, the most um, enlightening times is when it's just that one-on-one encounter you have with someone, you know, who needs that word of encouragement or snippet from your testimony at that moment and it encourages Mm -hmm. them to keep going or make some type of change or, like you said, focus on their relationship with God. So that's extremely powerful. 
You know, so, you know, um, tell our listening audience where you can be found on social media, where they can get your book from. Um, I'm on Instagram as Tasha B. Pran, and it's T-A-S-H-A-B-E Pran, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G. I, I'm, I'm also on Facebook as Natasha Stewart, which is my first and last name. And the book is available for purchase. Um, you can purchase the um, e-book. You can download it on Amazon, get it on the Kindle, and you can also purchase the paperback from Amazon.com as well. Amen. And congratulations. Is this your first book? Yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> congratulations to you. Welcome Thank to the author Thank world. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm excited for you and all that God has planned for you. You know, um, there's so much out here. I was going to say there's so much out here for the married people, but there's also those who speak to and cater to the needs of those who are single. But I, I don't yes. think that we can have too much or too many of us letting those who are in a season of singleness know that this isn't a sad time. This isn't a time to be dismayed. This is actually one of the best seasons of your life that you can be in. You can travel. You know, you can learn more about yourself. Um, yes. You can break some habits that may be hindering your progress. You mm-hmm. can, there's so much, that, you know, yes. the, the, uh, it's endless what God can do with your life when you are in a season of singleness. And not to look at singleness as a, necessarily as a pathway to marriage, but look at singleness as a time where you can get to know your Heavenly Father even more intimately than you possibly could when once you're married. And it actually will, you know, allow you to build that strong sound get married, when and if you do get married, that you are that you have that connection and you always right. will have that connection to, you know, um, to lean on in each and every situation. So um, right. thank you so much for, for joining us on the Few for Your Journey podcast. I look forward to seeing all that God is going to do with you in your life, not, not just with the book God is Enough, you know, um, but everything that he's going to do with you um, as you travel along this journey. Um, are you expecting to release any more uh, books in the future? I am. He's actually already put another one in my spirit. So. Awesome. <laughs> but this time is not. It's going to be a little bit different, but, yeah, he's already put another one in my spirit. So I'm just asking the Holy Spirit to give me the words. I always tell God that he's the author. I just put it on paper for him. Right, you're just a vessel. Amen. Mm-hmm. We are just a vessel. Amen. So you know what? Um, thank you so much again for coming on the Future Your Journey podcast and sharing with us a snippet of your story. Listen, uh, make sure you take note, those who are listening, to the information that Natasha shared of where you can get her book from. Make sure that you connect with her on social media and um, connect with her and let her know what you gained from her project, God is Enough. Uh, we thank everyone who is following the Future for Your Journey podcast. We're looking forward to connecting with some more um, 
powerful women and women who are allowing God to use them, whether it be to share their story or walk in their purpose. So we just want to thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of the Food for Your Journey podcast. Uh, Like I said, my name is Dee Sally. I'm the podcast host, but I am also an author, inspirational speaker, wellness advocate, and faith-based life coach. You can connect with me through my website at www.dlifementor.com. That's www.d-e-e-l-i-f-mentor.com. You can find my social media links on my website. Be sure to connect with the podcast on YouTube or Apple Podcasts. And take a listen to some of the other powerful testimonies and great work that other authors are doing in the community to upbuild others, themselves, and the community. We thank you for tuning in to another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Until we meet again, remember that God is the greatest fueling source that we can ever have, and we should seek him on a daily basis to get food, to walk, to live, and to thrive in this life. Until we meet again, take care and God bless. God bless you, Natasha. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good one. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye.